Welcome back to another episode of the Look Mom Hustling Podcast. I'm Sarah and that's Drew. How you doing? Doing well. Feeling fresh. Had a little midday shower, so that's always good when you've been grinding all morning, had too many coffees, you need to wash off that coffee sweat. It's I know. always good. Three coffees in. Usually we're about two coffees by the time we record a podcast, but three, full of energy. It's We've been, been like editing all afternoon. Mm. But yeah, ready to roll into the next one. But again, thank everybody for listening. If you catch our previous episode, that was a beautiful first time guest. First time guest. I know. Chris the Furlong, Mr. Furlong. What a hustler. He definitely lives up to the Look More Hustling name. He does. He has... Oh, had so many projects, has so many projects going forward, but like a really cool guy to talk to, um, known him for a little bit within like the reselling community, like amazing with his marathon running, love his Instagram. Yeah, Definitely so makes cool. me feel guilty for not running more often. <laughs> I know. And you're saying before, or like actually you've mentioned it a couple of times, how you want to at least do one marathon. I think we said it, we're going to do it this year, didn't we? I, I don't think- want to, I shouldn't repeat that and be <laughs> held to to our words, but- one day, one day we'll get there. Yeah, one day we'll tick it off the bucket list of completing a marathon. It's not on the bucket list. It's just uh, <laughs> something to do. I don't want to <laughs> hold it in that high esteem. But yeah, maybe a marathon, maybe even a triathlon. Oh. If I learn to hold my breath underwater for a long enough time. Yeah. Are you, good, are you any good at holding your breath underwater? Do you no. Used to, do you used to go to like, obviously everyone goes to like swimming lessons. Like, mm. they're the worst. Yeah, like I'm I'm not the strongest swimmer. Um, I think it's because I grew up in the country towns and we had to like travel like two hours for beach or to swamp, <laughs> to, to a lake to be able to go swimming. And also not the strongest biker either. Like I'm terrible at riding a bike. Well, so you, you sort it out there. Yeah. So you, you need swimming lessons and biking lessons. I can I can do both, but just very, very badly. Okay. <laughs> so no... no triathlon for you anytime soon because no. that's two-thirds of a triathlon i know I'll, I'll try to do the marathon first and then i'll work my way up to a triathlon if i can <laughs> or you could just jump on my back like that time in vietnam in, yeah. on the the mopeds the motorbikes um yeah. maybe not swimming but on the maybe you can get a tandem bike i seen someone on a tandem <laughs> bike the other day very awkward I could, I could imagine, like, could you, like, us trying to do a tandem bike can't together? Can't escape one another, <laughs> have an argument, you're, like, stuck behind them, you can't even yeah, leave. You have to keep going, uh, unless you can't steer it. Good times. Yeah. But, like, hey, we're able to do things together. One thing which I thought we were actually quite, or we did quite well with, was in a van, in a cooped up van together for like four days yeah i know van life (laughs) i don't want to overuse the term too much because i know people like say van life but we tried it for like Mm -hmm. four days yeah i understand what you mean you can't really overuse it if that's what it is though Mm. it's like living in a van or van life shorter two syllables yeah that's true just like the cut up version but yeah we tried it for four days last week which was interesting yeah definitely wasn't what i expected but also not like disappointed how it turned out either um, because we've both been like camping and stuff a handful of times. You more so, apparently. Yeah, which um shone a light with. I didn't actually know as much as I thought I did. Mm, definitely not. <laughs> no, because it's been a very, very long time since I've also been camping. But the one thing that I did like about the van was how like everything was contained within it. Because like you know when you go camping, you have to, if especially if you're like going at different locations, you have to pack up the tent every night. Yeah. And what we were doing is, and probably for next time, stay longer in one place. But we're like traveling and staying at a different campsite every night within the van. So it was definitely easier going night to night because you just chuck everything in and can travel to the next place where yeah. with a with the with all the normal camping gear you have to like yeah, 
essentially pack so, it all up, but it's a little bit more. I feel like you always forget something as well. That like obviously we've got many things. I'm going to put it on you because you're the one that packed the van. Yeah. Um, but lessons to be learned for next time. But with the actual camping and actual individual components, with sleeping bag and mm-hmm. tent, and then esc- like all the, all the elements, it's easier to forget something as opposed to having it all contained in one van, like you said. So yeah. That's that's why we went for that, plus the ease of use with having a dog on board. Yeah, and that was like another entity all in itself, like traveling with the dog. His first time traveling with Archie too. Like we've done day trips here and there, so mini hikes, things like that. We've gone all the way down to Aladala, which is like three, four hour driving, and he's been fine. But this is the first time like four stint. Yeah. yeah. And he did a lot better than I thought I thought he would. But I think the fact that we were able to put him in a van yeah, he's pretty, a lot easier. he's pretty needy. Wherever we are, he's going to settle down at the end of the day. Yeah, 100%. He just likes to follow us around and yeah. stuff, which is good. Like, he won't want to go outside or want to leave if we're, like, chilling inside the van. Um, but the but second we're outside, he wants to come out. So. It's a whole nother basket. So yeah, it was interesting to to try that, but we have to, there's a lot of gear in this this wardrobe right here. Camping 100%. Stuff, so. we, um, we never used it, so we were like, well, do we take it and camp or we get a van and we just... Decided. Took the easier, more expensive route. Yeah. Well, we've been, and it was actually a lot more expensive when you add in the fuel and all that kind of stuff. The The food not having to buy was pretty good. So we had all that ready. Um, well, let's just get into that one thing at a time then. Yeah. So we hired the van mm-hmm. for four days, three nights. We went up from here in Sydney up to New South Wales, mid-north coast, up to like Crescent Head mm-hmm. and then out into the mountains a bit. Um Pretty limiting where you can go with a dog, though, because 100%. national parks and um, wildlife reserves and protected flora and fauna and whatnot. So you can't take your dog everywhere, but some places you can, like state forests, you're allowed to have dogs. Um, so we sort of cherry picked the best places that we could take Archie and stuff. But hiring the van in itself, pretty pretty interesting experience. So we hired it from what was that website called? It was like Camp Life. It was Camp, called. So Camp it's Life. essentially like Camp Air- Camplify. Camplify. Sorry, it was this. <laughs> I can't even get that Camp right. Life. No, I know Camp Life. So overused. It's like yeah. Van Life. So it's essentially like Airbnb, but you're booking vans, and so some people have like a couple of vans, and you get to pick and choose one. Some people are just renting out their own vans that they've done up themselves when they're not using it, mm. so making it a little bit extra cash on the side, or maybe essentially paying off that van build. Um, but from the one that we hired, I think they must have had like three or four accidents. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> seems like it's super banged yeah, up. So it was a very, yeah. and it wasn't that; it was like ninety dollars a night yeah, for so- this one. We went on the lower end of the options, right? Mm-hmm. We and, did. Yeah. Were there, I can't remember, were, were, there, there were, were there heaps of vans available or um, like heaps booked out? Like what are we talking? Like how many were available? There were not as many available as we liked because one, it had to be pet friendly. So not all yeah. of them were pet friendly. So that yeah, limited yeah. our options. We also were going midweek, which I think helped with our availability because everyone would, was booking it over the weekend. It was heaps. It was like, there's a, there's a primo rate, like a. It was a bit cheaper weekday. Weekend tariff. Yeah. I think it was like ended up being 20 bucks per night cheaper to do the during the weekday. So that ended up helping out. Um, but yeah, because he w- had to be dog friendly, that limited the options. Location was another one. So somewhere- we're like, we're like an hour from the city. So a lot of them were pick up near the airport 
Yeah, uh, or like Hornsby all the way down to Wollongong or heats far up north, so it would even more of a drive to pick it up. Um, and then also little things like automatic, off-road, and we wanted to have like a free so engine, we're, we're all that pretty kind limited. Of stuff. We're cheap, yeah. we have a dog, and we can't drive manual. So yeah. there was like two options for us. Oh, uh, there was like four, but like <laughs> two of them were just not, not, not nice not looking. <laughs> so we, we booked our one. It was like 90 bucks a night mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was pretty interesting to this to say the least. Yeah. And we rocked up and mm-hmm. got it. What was what were your thoughts when we when we got there to pick it up? <laughs> I was kind of I was like, this does not look like the photos. It was like pretty banged up, a lot of dents, a lot of missing outside parts. Um, but it's just like a young dude, so you could tell that he's probably travelled it in himself yeah. and was just like, yeah, trying to make a little bit extra cash on the side. But the fact that it was a little bit banged up didn't give me as much of a worry as like obviously we looked after it while driving, or you looked after it while driving. Yeah. But the fact that it was a bit more extra banged up and yeah. having Archie, yeah. you weren't too worried about it getting scratched or anything yeah. like and that. And if you do add some small scratch, it's probably going to blend into the other damages. But yeah, yeah, very, very scratched up. Um, roadworthy, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, had the a, re- a recent rego update there. But the outside, the cosmetics of the, the van itself were pretty busted. Yeah. Um, door lights were always on, so the doors didn't close completely. Mm-hmm. You said the, the engine light was on? engine light was on for four days straight. Yeah. Um, you can just tell it's just been scratched up and stuff heaps of time. Yeah. Times, which is, which is fine, mm. but it wasn't that clear in the images. But that's what you get when you're booking something online. Yeah. Obviously, you're going to show the best best things and yeah. advertise those but and it's probably like older photos and things like that and the heater we only found out the heater no, wasn't working like yeah. halfway so through so no heater <laughs> uh door door didn't close and, and the window kept the store window electronic window would not close either so there yeah. was wind gushing in my right ear the entire time which is fine yeah but then but- you start to ask the question this 90 dollars how much further could it have gone mm. uh if we pushed it to like 110 yeah would we have gotten a primo van? Yeah. Or not? But yeah, would it have been a little bit easier to drive, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, but you start doing the math and you're like, okay, this guy's made a fair bit of money off us mm-hmm. and this pretty crummy van Yeah. in half this week. So pretty interesting little side hustle, actually. Yeah, which made me sort of think is like, could we possibly do this? Um, but yeah, the bed was like a lot comfier than I thought. So that was actually nice having the bed fully set up the whole entire time. Because we watched a couple of like other people's videos and versions. So in hindsight, we didn't watch enough van life videos prior to mm. get tips and tricks uh, about how to manage everything. We yeah. just sort of hide the most appropriate van for us and just sort of figured it, figured it out our own way, which is probably the best way to do it. And then mm-hmm. you can... Uh, watch other people. There's like so much van life content out there oh, to, to get ideas from. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was interesting. I didn't wasn't comfortable letting you drive at all, so I had yeah. to be the chauffeur for yourself and Archie for the entire week stint. Yeah, and Drew's like sort of being honest. I'm not the most confident driver. Like I'm quite. I'm a very cautious driver, but also I'm not a fan of like driving at nighttime or driving in the rain. Um, but Drew is generally just a better driver than I am. So thank you for driving all that way. I would have been very scared um, to drive the van. But if we do get another one, I'm going to have to actually do it. And I did enjoy and- driving it. It was mm. a different experience. It was like I had a little, a little mission, a little job. Yeah. And we, our normal car is like a hatchback as well. So it was very, very different being up high. I felt like I was driving on stilts the whole time. <laughs> and then you got back in when we dropped it off and yeah. you got back into the car. You were like, driving this is so weird. Definitely um, 
acclimatized, acclimatized, accustomed, yeah, accustomed, <laughs> accustomed, accustomed yeah. to driving in a heightened vehicle like a mm. van now. So it feels so weird to drive your little Hyundai, yeah, two inches from the ground. It feels very strange. Still mm. taking corners very cautiously in your car, yeah. And even, we, even a week later. You're doing that in the van as well. Um, but overall, so like when we got there on the first night, the drive was pretty cruisy. Got there after dark, which we all know is a big camping no-no. We just happened to leave a bit late in the morning and everything and got a bit delayed. So we ended up getting there at nighttime. And then I forgot to check the gas so we couldn't make any food or anything there. Yeah. So yeah. should we get on to all, the, all the, your... Um mishaps there's there's not many but they're pretty big ones <laughs> pretty big so what like first night we got there dark like you mm-hmm. said and you forgot the crucial element for cooking food yeah which not is, the stovetop no which is the butane the gas but- the, the gas to yeah. fuel the fire i know i know so that that was on me so we sort of left going to bed hungry you left um, going to bed hungry yes <laughs> oh he, we went to bed hungry um archie Got his food, which is always our main priority. So he was all well fed and all that kind of stuff. But it was dark. We'll tie it anyway. Well, there was butane. In, he, the the guy that owned the van did leave us butane, but it was not enough. It was like almost empty. It was enough to like, yeah, yeah. Not might too have much. might have been able to make coffee in the morning, but definitely not enough to make any meal. Yeah. So hmm. we weren't having the best first night, nor no. the first morning, <laughs> hitting the. The old, the old, the cold, icy road. Yeah. With no coffee in a van. That's uh-huh. borderline roadworthy. Yeah, especially with the no heater. That was a bit of a tough morning. No heater. Yeah, but we you actually got some really nice drone footage, which is good. So mm. managed to stop on the side of the road. Um, got the got the butane gas. Stopped at another like popular it must have been Surf someone beach. like some van life thing must have posted this is a great place because they were just vans it's just nomad land up. Up there, yeah. literally nomad land mm. up down that way up down that way up down that way up down that way a lovely area like yeah. beautiful coastlines um well i grew up in the coastline so it's mm. sometimes it seems like you've seen it all but then obviously obviously not no. very nice place nature's a very beautiful thing is it it is is that a quote <laughs> By uh, you? That's a that's quoted by you. Yeah, Nature quote. is a very beautiful thing. Said by Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Said by Sarah. Said by Sarah. Um, then after the... I think we just ended up driving around quite a bit because the next place was a few hours away. Mm. Um, so after our coffee and then we... You know, you made beautiful sandwiches, which was really yum. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. interesting. But yeah, like you said, the, like one of the, the crucial screw-ups, mm. obviously butane can't cook... Getting somewhere after dark is yeah. not great because you're sort of not disoriented, but you just don't have your bearings. You haven't really like settled down. I feel like you need to like settle down with the sun almost. Oh, you do after driving all day at at campsites. There's no, um, I guess, lights, so it's all your own lighting that you bring. And because everybody else is like doing the same thing, everyone sort of like tuck it down it's as like soon one as it goes dark. On yeah. each campsite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so not a lot and not a lot of fun trying to find a place or anything. So, but yeah. we did it. We got there. Getting up there after dark, not not the best not the best uh, scenario. Mm-mm. But also, we we moved around too much, like you said. We, we should have stayed in a place for at least two nights. Yeah. We were just parking, sleeping, getting up, going. We just had too much to cram in on the, on the four days because we had the van. You know, you want to try and see as much as possible. Um, but yeah, not a lot of 
downtime no. other than driving. I think if we were going to do it again, and we'll get to it, like the last place we stayed at was probably the nicest out of all of them and definitely would want to stay there for at least a couple of nights. Well, that's because it had a shower though. Yeah, but it, you know, had some op shops, it had some really oh, nice yeah. beaches. Yeah, it just, it seemed like a lot nicer to stay in. Really got to plan it out more. Yeah. It was a very, it was a very um, mishmash mm. uh, assortment of locations at the last minute. Which yeah. is fine. We had still had fun. It wasn't that far from home. It wasn't like we were super remote or anything. No. And it just like it was that extra like hurdle to make sure the campsite was dog friendly and the places yeah. we were hiking were dog friendly. So it limited. There were so many other places we could have gone and so many other places that were a lot nicer. But like you were saying before, they're not dog friendly or you shouldn't like a lot of poisonous plants around in that area. Like you shouldn't go. But yeah. yeah. So the second night was Cooper, Cooper Nook. Kupanook Forest. Yeah, and that was down that bloody bumpy oh, yeah. road. Oh. Was probably should learn how to change a tire on a car, on a, on a van at least, mm. prior to one of these trips, especially yeah. in a sketchy van like this. Yeah, but it held up really, really fine. So it was a very, very bumpy road to try and get to the campsite. Got there. Nice. A lot of people were just like talking to each other. Old mate was like yelling <laughs> well, out about Paramore. People were talking to each other. <gasps> what? <laughs> at a campsite. I know. No, they're going for like people just jumping from like. Campsite. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Socializing. It's an old person flex. Like who needs Yeezys when you got 18 wheeler caravan and the like. The J-Car 2000. <laughs> 14 square meter solar setup for your plasma and your, in your RV. Yeah. We did a generator running. <laughs> 24-7 generator. Yeah. For the solar panels. Yeah, that was, and then you made, oh, you were really nice. You made, made a lovely little, stir fry. Camp stir fry. Mm-hmm. That was super good. nice. Yeah. And then in the morning, after like said everything, oh, you're right. Let's put coffee on, my, my on your Geo, white shirt. On Geo shirt. For those that are possibly only listening, if you head over and over to the YouTube, you'll be able to see Drew Spilly's coffee on his white shirt. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the next morning, that was actually, you know what? No, it started raining a little bit and sprinkling oh, the night before. Yeah. And we're like, and it wasn't meant to be raining whatsoever. We checked that because like getting bogged in would be the worst thing possible. But that's sort of what happened in the morning. So there was, because it's a free campsite, it's not really maintained by the local council or anything like that. So there's heaps of like muddy areas and just because of the rain, it got super soft and we got bogged in in the morning. Not, not quite bogged in. We just had- The back wheel. Quite uh, flat or bold, bold tires. And just really, we're on a slip and slide, um, almost aquaplaning on mud. Yeah. In a sense. Sarah got out and pushed, though, and we got out of there at 6.30 a.m. I did not think that would work. We are like, <laughs> borderline freaking out. We're like, how the hell do we get out here? Like, it... And this is like the first time we've never been bogged in or anything like that before. And you're like, get out and push. And I was like, I'll see what I can do. And I was just like pushing and it just happened to get over that little bit of a hurdle. And we got out, which is good. <laughs> And the then one thing we didn't film. I know that actually would have been pretty good to film, but what can you do? I think it was a bit too stressful for us to even think about filming that part whatsoever. Um, but then for the rest of the day, you're just driving super slow around mud. Not super slow, but you're cautious around muddy areas. Of course, man. Yeah. It's sketchy. Yeah. Especially in that van. Like, if we're not in some crazy four wheel drive bush basher. No. This is a high ace. Third high ace. Yeah. Used to deliver Ozpost parcels. <laughs> So many else post parcels, yeah. Um, but then, uh, yeah, after driving out of that like rocky area, I think it was Ellenborough Falls. We went to. Yep. So we went out to Ellenborough Falls. Um, first thing in the morning, that was a really nice drive up into the mountains. Super lovely. Um, 
beautiful waterfall. There was no one there, so we got there and just chilled out in the van for a little bit because it was freezing. So cold. Um, really nice little waterfall. We went for a hike down there. Um, but yeah, anyone that's like listening to this, we're actually doing like a, a little vlog video on our main It's True and Sarah channel. So you can stay tuned if you want to see some of the footage and antics we got up to on our little van life mini adventure. Yeah, a little behind the scenes footage if you wanted to see what what is we're talking about. Yeah, but Ellenborough Falls is very, very, very nice. Yeah, I can't believe, like, I was so surprised that there was no one there. There was no one there for, like, a good hour. I'm surprised there weren't any leeches. Yeah, that's what, they're in the water, not outside. Leeches can live on plants. They live on plants. Yeah, but it has to be really, really close to water, doesn't it? It's a waterfall. Yeah, but it's still, the water doesn't sprinkle all the way out. It splashes and evaporates. And then what happens with the water? It evaporates into the trees. All right. And well, then leeches... Drink water and your blood. <laughs> pretty oh, sure wait. that's how that's how um, ecology works. I'll wait, I'll wait till I see a leash and get one on me from like a plant. <laughs> next time, in any rainforest. Next time, need a little can of salt, a little salt shaker. A little salt shaker for the leeches. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not fun. Have you ever been bitten by one? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't. It's I not did fun. Biology at uni. We had to go in the bush all the time. Oh. <laughs> um, what do you well, mean? It's gross. Like you What's had to go in the gross? going into the bush. No, and just like what hunting for le- not hunting for leeches. You're there to like measure and record oh. things, but there happened to be leeches there that impede your business. I thought that was like the sole purpose. No, of going. I'm not going out there for leeches. <laughs> right, going to count ferns. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, back to story. <laughs> yeah, so we got all the way down to the bottom, and like Archie was tugging. He was so excited. He was tugging that whole time. Almost slipped and fell Almost. a few. Um, but getting back up is. The worst. Getting back up a waterfall hike is always hard, yep. Yeah, because my, my cars were aching for probably about three days straight. Yep. Yeah, very, very, like, how many, because it was 30 minutes down and then, like, 45 minutes up, so it was a lot of stairs. Yeah, really yeah. nice natural waterfall, though. It was, like, mm-hmm. perfect day for it. Yeah, yeah. super lovely. Um, bit too windy for the drone, though, which was unfortunate. Um, but, yeah, got to protect that, that drone. Don't want to get it flown away and fall into some waterfall water. So after that one, uh, we had a lovely drive all the way to Forster. This is probably my favorite place out of all of them. As we're driving, we realized that the place that we're staying at had a shower, which is awesome. And there was like heaps of op shops as well. So we like stopped mm. at Kmart to get like thongs, had like a mini like thrift off a and grabbed some. Off. Yeah. That was called Mix It Up because we haven't been thrifting all week and mm. been driving. So it was nice to get that little thrill again. Yeah. But overall, how are your, your feelings towards it? Obviously, we only did it for a couple of nights. How long do you think we could, like, do it for uh, with Archie? Like, a week, two weeks, three weeks? I think we could definitely do it for, like, maybe a week. We'd have to do it in increments. So, it would slowly have to build up just so he can get used to it. So, you know, do four nights, five nights, six nights. Try and extend it every time. And then that way we'll be able to find out his limit. Yeah. Mm. Good website. What do you, do you recommend? The Camplify? Do you think it might be easier to... Get in contact with someone directly or is it just the convenience of having like that that yeah. service, like an Airbnb service? Yeah, and you get like the hire protection and the insurance and all that kind of stuff through the website. So, you have that little bit of a safety net. So, you do pay those extra fees, but you're sort of covered on the back end in case anything happens, So, which is always that kind of good one. But definitely want to think about maybe doing our own one. Maybe. Yeah. On the cards. We can potentially hire a second one, give it a, a second run for a- Longer period of time, mm-hmm. um, but based on how much that was, if we were to do it for a second time for like twice the length, yeah, you know, we're getting close to like a tenth of the cost of just buying your own one anyway. So it's yeah. like, at what point do you dive all in and hmm. buy your own van? And yeah. That's a big question to ask. And it is. I don't know. It's a discussion for, for another time, I think. Ready, are we ready for that? Maybe <laughs> we should have 
um, some van life guests on here. We can pick Ooh. their brains and get some advice. Yeah, some direct advice from people doing it long term and that have built their own van and stuff like that. Yeah. Because we can only go off our tiny experience with no butane. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Well, that's definitely food for thought. And yeah, it sounds like a good idea to actually get some advice from off professionals or people that are a little bit more experienced than we are. Yeah. But yeah. if you guys are interested in our little journey, then mm-hmm. I can go over to our other channel. It's Drew and Sarah and watch the video version. Yeah. Little vlog for you guys to watch. But um, that'll be it for this episode. A little update from us to... Here at Look Mum, I'm Hustling. We'll be back with you guys in a fortnight with another guest episode. So stay tuned for that. Super exciting. Um, and they'll have their picks yeah. for music as Ooh, well. Oh, and yeah. their listen up episode with mm-hmm. three hustle bangers. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait. All right. Don't forget you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Music and you can follow on Spotify as well. Don't forget you can see the video version on YouTube and you mm-hmm. find us on social media, Instagram, Look Mum, I'm Hustling. Everywhere. The podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys very soon. Bye. Thank you. Bye.